you are Locked On Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hail you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso, and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball five days a week. And of course, on today's program, I want to talk about all the happenings at day two of SEC Media Days down in Hoover, Alabama. Yes, that's right. It's Hoover, not Mobile, as I erroneously stated on yesterday's podcast. And for one thing, I'm already wondering if the always slightly less than trustworthy Lane Kiffin might already be angling for another job. Yes, you got to keep your eyes on Lane at all times, no matter what. But first, I do want to remind you guys about Locked On's live NBA Draft show. NBA Draft GOAT, Chad Ford, Locked On NBA Draft hosts Rafe Bartholomew, and John Corrales will be live this year covering the NBA Draft. It's Locked On NBA Draft 2021, brought to you by Built Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick. Follow Locked on NBA on YouTube today and watch our live coverage on July 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern. And frankly, when it comes to Mizzou-specific news and notes, not a lot happening in the last few days as the world waits for Eli Drinkwitz to get his turn at the lectern down in Hoover. And, and by the way, it is a lectern, folks. It's, it's not a podium. I'm amazed at how many people in the media I've seen mess this up. You stand on a podium, and the thing that holds the microphone that you're standing behind, that's called a lectern. So yes, Eli Drinkwitz will get his turn at the lectern tomorrow, and I'll have all of my thoughts from what he says at that event, of course. But you know what? He did throw out the first pitch at the St. Louis Cardinals game yesterday. And the one, the only thing I really noticed there, other than Eli threw a pretty solid pitch, as long as, as long as you hit the catcher, you're doing good in my book. Just don't put it in the ground, don't throw it over the catcher's head, and you're doing just fine. So a perfectly solid opening pitch by Eli. And one thing that Eli says a lot about himself in a self-deprecating way, of course, is that, oh, I'm just a dorky, unathletic white guy. Well, in some ways, I can see his point. He's a five foot eight guy with glasses, and may, I'm sure he's not the most athletic guy in the world. But you know what? Eli Drinkwitz is obviously cool in his own way, too. Now, not in a Quavo like way. We'll, we'll get to Quavo later. Yes, Georgia, <laughs> Georgia coach Kirby Smart brought up the Migos rap member Quavo during his press conference, believe it or not. But really, Eli Drinkwitz is a guy who just seems incredibly comfortable in his own skin. And as somebody who is, for all intents and purposes, the same age as Eli Drinkwitz, well, gosh, if that were me, if I were throwing out the first pitch at the Cardinal game yesterday, I would have been a nervous wreck, to be honest with you. But Eli seemed as cool as a customer, and I think that calmness, that confidence in himself, I think that's one of the biggest assets that he has as a coach and certainly as a recruiter. I think kids are very, very attracted to that. And you know what? Former Tennessee and current Ole Miss coach Lane Kiffin has a bit of that cult of personality as well. And Kiffin, well, once again, spent a lot of his time, again, at the lectern, folks, praising Nick Saban, Alabama, and their whole program. 
Now, I understand that Kiffin obviously coached under Nick Saban for a little bit as the BAM offensive coordinator and kind of remade that program's approach to offense, quite honestly. But just the way Lane has been talking, especially yesterday in Hoover, I got to wonder, is is Lane Kiffin angling to be the heir apparent to Nick Saban at Alabama? See, yes, I was teasing that maybe Nick was, or I'm sorry, that Lane was going to possibly leave Ole Miss after this season. Well, I don't see that happening whatsoever. You never know with Lane Kiffin. Again, you got to keep your eyes on that one. But could I see him hanging around Ole Miss, maybe improving that program to the point that he could be the next coach at Alabama whenever Nick Saban decides to retire? Actually, yes, I could totally see that happening. That seems like a somewhat likely scenario almost. Is there anybody else who's the obvious heir apparent down in Alabama? Because it doesn't seem like there is to me. Kiffin also generated a lot of headlines by revealing that the new Alabama quarterback, or at least the presumed starter for Alabama this coming fall, Bryce Young has made almost a million dollars already via the new name, image, and likeness setup that we're all starting to experience here in college sports. And I want to talk about more about that number and some more about name, image, and likeness. And also, Josh Heupel got his turn down in Hoover, and I want to talk about him and the Tennessee program moving forward. But first, even though the NBA Finals just wrapped, congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks. Well, baseball is in full swing, football is just around the corner, and there's no better or easier or faster way to bet online than at betonline.ag. Yes, even if you're into hockey, MMA, it's all there. So before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great possibilities, props, totals, sides, whatever you like. They've got you covered at Bet Online. And the best news is when you sign up today, you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKED ON. Again, that's promo code LOCKED ON for 50%. Welcome bonus on your first deposit at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. By the way, I did think it was interesting that Lane Kiffin was the one to reveal that Alabama quarterback Bryce Young has made nearly a million dollars already via NIL, and that it wasn't Nick Saban, right? Like, why would Lane Kiffin be the one to drop that bit of news on us? Well, maybe that's just another indication of their close relationship and maybe why Lane will replace Nick Saban someday. But regardless, Alabama and Nick Saban, I promise you they did not drop that number by accident. That is clearly Coach Saban's not-so-subtle way of saying, hey, come on down to Alabama, everybody, where you can make a buttload of money while you go to college. The, the implication there is pretty, pretty obvious. And sticking with this NIL theme, well, Kirby Smart, the head coach of Georgia yesterday, said, I got a text from Quavo, who's an avid Georgia fan. By the way, for again, for those of you who are uninitiated, Quavo's a rapper, part of the rap group Migos, and he's a pretty big deal on, on his own right, too. But frankly, if you're under 50 or over 50, I should say, you probably have absolutely no idea who this guy is. So allow me to help you out. But regardless to kids who are 
old enough to actually play football at Georgia or Missouri, Quavo is a actually a huge celebrity. So that's all you need to know. But regardless, he continues here. He says, a lot of people in this room probably don't know who Quavo is. Well, I guess I already covered that, didn't I? The first text I got was two weeks after NIL started, and he said, Coach, please tell the players to be selective who they put their brand with. Don't just do anything. He used the term thirsty. Don't be thirsty. Be selective in what you do, selective how you handle your branding. You've got tax issues now that you've got to deal with. And that was the end of the quote. So, frankly, sound advice there from Quavo, I have to admit. By the way, Kirby Smart, feel free to pick up that name you just dropped, by the way. That thudded on the podium pretty hard, actually. But unless you're getting a million dollars, almost quite literally, like Bryce Young is, and that's that's got to be the exception and not the rule, let's be honest, still really good advice from Quavo, quite frankly. Yes, now you're a brand, so don't just whore yourself out. But again, for a million dollars, my goodness, a million. If, when I was in college for a million dollars, I think I would have taken money from the Chinese Communist Party. So I really can't blame anybody at that level, but no kids should just be throwing their, their approval on anything for 50 or or $100 or something like that. And certainly, yes, get an accountant, because guess what? The IRS... They're going to want their cut. I promise you that. They're not just going to uh, – I guarantee you Congress, yeah, they've helped you out with this NIL stuff. They're not going to give you a tax break. So definitely get an accountant or just keep track of your own accounting if you're of that sort of mind. But regardless, some quite sound advice there from uh, Mr. Quavo. And, of course, because it's the year 2021 and it's the press, we can't go one day without discussing – COVID, but to be fair, this is very much a reality of this upcoming season, whether you like it or not. And what Kirby Smart had to say was, we want our players to get vaccinated because it's the right thing to do. And it's safe. It can be a competitive advantage. If one school loses three players for a game and another school doesn't, that's a competitive advantage. Well, that's actually an interesting point there by Kirby Smart and tough to argue with. Regardless on your feelings on the SEC's virus protocols, and I think I've made my feelings pretty clear on it, the reality is you're going to have to deal with this. So actually, yes, the more vaccinated players you have, in theory, that should be a competitive advantage. Now, unfortunately, the reason I said in theory is because we have seen people who have been vaccinated still test positive. So maybe not quite the competitive advantage that Kirby Smart is imagining it to be, but still an interesting thought, I I, I believe, and certainly one that's worth addressing. And now I want to address all of you about Built Bar, which is the best damn tasting protein bar ever designed. But if you don't believe me, just ask the U.S. gymnastics team because Built Bar is the official sponsor of the U.S. gymnastics team. So if it's good enough for Simone Biles, I'm pretty sure it's good enough for you. How many triple flips can you do in the air? Probably not that many. But you know what you can do? You can go to Built Bar and check out all of the delicious flavors they have. And frankly, if you haven't tried them all, I'd recommend you get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors, so you'll really be able to zone in that palate, get exactly what you like. 
So go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your first, or- your first order. Excuse me. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Now, as you're probably aware, former Missouri offensive coordinator Josh Heupel is now the head coach at the University of Tennessee, and he spent most of his time yesterday at Hoover hyping up his high-paced offense, of which, of course, Missouri fans are very familiar with from his first two years with Barry Odom, in fact, the 2016 and 2017 seasons. Now, what Josh Heupel really focused on is that obviously coming off a terrible 2015 offense, well, Missouri obviously improved a lot that next year. But Heupel will tell you, oh, we led the league in total offense in 2016 and 2017. So Missouri had the best offense in the SEC, right? Well, not quite. Because the reality is, again, as we all know, Heupel loves the fast pace. So when you're snapping the ball with 25 seconds on the play clock on virtually every single snap, well guess what that does? That means you have a lot more opportunities to gain yards than everybody else. Simple enough to understand, right? So with some context, in fact, you look at football outsiders, their FEI rankings, just for offense, well, that takes into account pace and tries to make it as pace neutral as possible, and it also factors in your opponents. So if you score 77 points on Delaware State, well, that's not the same thing as scoring however many on Alabama or or a real SEC caliber opponent. But to be fair to Josh, there's no doubt that he did improve the Missouri offense. Again, they went from one of the absolute dregs of the entire nation on that side of the football in 2015 to, again, according to FEI, they were 58th in the country in 2016 and 22nd in 2017, the following year. So, Yes, a massive improvement, no doubt about it. But I will just say I I don't think Josh Heupel is Lane Kiffin. And I say that because Lane Kiffin is a guy who came in his first year at Ole Miss and really established an amazing offense, one of the best offenses truly in the entire country last season, an offense that actually took Alabama to the absolute limit last year. So if they can actually stop somebody next season – that might be a really good Ole Miss Rebels team. I just don't see Heupel as being that level of offensive coach, though. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm sure he'll probably improve the Tennessee offense by a fairly significant margin next year. I'm just not sure it's going to be enough for that team to actually be any good. They just lack the overall talent that I think actually Ole Miss has much better talent last season on their roster and certainly this season than Tennessee is going to have in 2021. So I just don't see that kind of turnaround. But, you know, obviously Josh is going to hype it up. Obviously he's going to try to entice people like Arch Manning, by the way, Peyton's nephew, I believe Cooper's son. Can he entice some of those highly ranked guys that Tennessee has often been in on the last few years, get them to come down and, and run that style of offense? I don't know. Maybe. If you're an NFL prospect like Arch Manning, do you necessarily want to be in the Heupel-style offense? I'm not sure. But regardless, something I thought was incredibly telling 
during Heupel's time down in Hoover was that somebody on the Tennessee beat asked him about beating Alabama. And was basically the question was, hey, you understand how important this game is for our fan base. It's been a long time since we beat Bama. How do you see yourself getting the program into that position? I mean, I, frankly, I was a bit flabbergasted by this question. I understand that Alabama and Tennessee are huge rivals, but really? We're asking about beating Alabama? How about you beat Kentucky consistently first? Because to me, this is what's wrong with Tennessee's program in a nutshell right now. They're still seeing themselves as one of the absolute blue bloods of college football, even though that hasn't been the case for, I don't know, 15, maybe 20 years or something like that. I, I just This mentality of sort of the Tennessee media base, fan base, they've really got to get over themselves a little bit. And you, you gotta again. You gotta beat Missouri and Kentucky and South Carolina before you can beat Alabama. So let's just pump the brakes there a little bit. I don't know. Tennessee is so much like Nebraska. It really is kind of hilarious. And you know what? With all that being said, I'm gonna head out of here today and expect tomorrow's podcast to come out just a little bit later because I'm going to wait for Eli Drinkwitz all his comments down in Hoover tomorrow. So I'm going to react to that. So the, the show will probably be a little bit later than it's been the last three days. So just a, just a heads up there. And also another heads up before we get out of here, be sure to check out the ultimate mock draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey featuring Chad Ford, Brian Scalabrini, and a host of our Locked On NBA experts. They'll be making trades, picks, the whole deal. It's a really, really fun, multi-part podcast to listen to. So search for the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. And I'm John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou.